Hello, and welcome to the homeschool planning period. We hope this episode will give you a brief overview to guide you through the college application process. This is Tamu. And this is Kim with tips, tools, and tricks while homeschooling. We both have spent the last four years preparing students for college and have three college students between us, with my youngest graduating this year from high school. We want you to start in eighth grade. Surprising, I know, but I can't You can't really start this process in the last years of high school. Applying to college would be a difficult task for seasoned adults. So for most high school seniors, it's a very daunting task. Yep, and to add to that, we are asking them to decide what they really want to be when they grow up. I mean, and truthfully, I don't know the answer to that question. So, um, however, we still need to help them get ready for this process so they will be able to have many available options when the time comes. Mm-hmm. So, parents, we have to be intentional. This is a very hard, scary, and stressful process for your student. And I would just like to encourage the parents to be active. Don't sit back and see what happens in their senior year. Yeah. So, you know, we have many friends that have different levels of involvement in the college application process. And I would encourage all of us, all parents, to help prepare their children to take on these tasks by starting in eighth grade. So after doing this several times, you know, with several other kids, I see that developing a college mindset is kind of like taking a class like math. Mm -hmm. It's something they kind of have to practice over time. So you're helping your child to learn how to figure out what their interests are. They're learning how to manage their own data and information. They're uh, developing over time a leadership mindset Um, learning how to research their interests, and lastly, how to advocate for themselves. And again, it takes time and practice over several years. Right. As well as our guidance, you know, we use, or they can use our guidance to help them develop these skills. So, yes. So we just want to keep encouraging all of us to be intentional and to help prepare our kids to be their best. Absolutely. So, Best advice I got from another mom was to have a binder system. And we recommend that you actually have two binders or even boxes. Mm -hmm. Uh, You want to have an activities binder and an academic binder. What's the difference? Well, the activities will go on a resume and the academic records will feed the transcript. Both binders Mm -hmm. would have dividers labeled 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th grade. As you go through the years, keep the binders updated. This will ultimately be information for their resume and transcript. Yes. And even if you're aligned with an agency or like a homeschool school that's going to provide you with an accredited transcript, make sure you are saving samples of your students' work. You're also going to need what textbooks you used or if they had outside classes, what textbooks they were using. Um, If they had another instructor, you're going to need the instructor's bio um, that taught the class. You're going to need a copy of their final grades. So again, we suggest that after each semester, you fill in this portfolio or this Mm -hmm. binder uh, as you go along to make this process easier when you get to senior year. 
Yep. Please trust us. This is very important. Yeah. yeah. So let's break it down by grade. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about eighth grade. Uh, so the middle school years are critical. We're trying to implement good study techniques and time management skills. These are important habits to foster, but also developing the mindset and skills to strive for college. Even in eighth grade, you can position your child to take some basic high school classes like algebra, physical science, or foreign language. Mm -hmm. As early as the end of the first semester in eighth grade, you have to start thinking about summer camps. Have your students lead this process by researching their interests and seeing what camps they would like to attend. Choose mm -hmm. some that line up with their interests as well as a few that may introduce other interests. Now, right after summer activities are over, have them record the key information about their summer program, jot down a few sentences or bullet points of the key activities or awards that they received during that time. This will kickstart their resume. Yeah, absolutely. And um, after a successful eighth grade, we're going to move on to ninth grade. So this is kind of a huge transition, a huge step in your student's life. The workload and subject difficulty increases. Um, their coaches or their extracurricular teacher people, they all <laughs> want more of their time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, distractions are all around. Oh, yeah. And even as they become more hormonal and mm -hmm. emotional about what they want <laughs> to do and what they do not want to do, Emphasize academic excellence as well as extracurricular activities and always include service. Yeah. And also, you know, make sure your child is taking classes that are going to challenge them. As, you know, Tamu was saying, we want to keep that academic excellence up. Mm -hmm. And um, doing honors level classes or AP classes are a good idea if your kid is ready for those things. Definitely. No, during this time, you want to make sure that you're finding volunteer opportunities or help them find volunteer opportunities to get involved and encourage a leadership mindset. Challenge your child by asking, you know, one, how is this activity going? Two, how can you specifically make it better? Mm -hmm. This encourages your child not only to look for ways, but also add value to their activities, which looks great on college applications. Yeah, absolutely. And this is also the year to start taking the ACT and SAT. Mm -hmm. And I know that sounds like, what? <laughs> mm -hmm. But yes, they can start. <laughs> See which test better suits your student. Um, you know, you could take either one, maybe take one, one test the ninth grade and then a different test the next year. So they can get a feel for which one that they want to attempt to master. And you definitely don't want to wait until senior year to figure this out. Absolutely not. Right. So don't be afraid of these tests. The scores from these exams, they don't have to go anywhere. Um, however, it's a good indication of the areas that they will need to practice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're going to move on. Um, in ninth grade, we're going to repeat the summer process that we did from the year before and move on to our 10th grade or our sophomore year. We're gonna keep taking challenging courses, expand their extracurriculars, or maybe they're gonna try something new. Um, this is a good time for kids to take on a leadership role. They're getting a little bit older, or they can even think about com 
creating a community project. It's also some folks call it a passion project that highlights things that they're you know interested in and that makes them um, um, get excited. And again, study and sit mm-hmm. for the ACT or SAT in 10th grade. And Temu, we hear all the time about people not being good test takers. I mean, and they're definitely correct. Not very many people are good test takers. However, you can train yourself to be a better test taker with practice. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. whether you take a class, get a tutor, or use some free online resources, knowing how to take the test is crucial. You want your child to do well enough in their sophomore year, as 10th grade, so that will it will set them up nicely to be able to dual enroll. Now, in Georgia, students are allowed to take college classes as a junior in high school, but most colleges require that you are able to be accepted under their normal requirements. This includes test scores and a good high school GPA. So this is a very key year. Yeah. And remember that um, around December, January timeframe, you're going to have your child research and choose what programs or activities that will take Mm -hmm. place during the summer. That does not change. And let me just say that most programs, summer programs will offer some kind of scholarship. So don't let the cost deter you from, you know, having your child at least investigate it. Um, and, you know, you can have your student ask if scholarships are available, mm-hmm. if that's what, you know, your family needs. And this mm-hmm. helps them develop the skill of advocating for themselves. I love that. Mm-hmm. So at the end of each summer, make sure your child updates their resume or their records mm-hmm. with that key information from their summer activities. Okay. And time is winding down. We're getting to the junior year, 11th yep. grade. Ooh, okay. We're getting there. <laughs> Take those AP classes and college courses. Right. And, you know, let me just say that we would like you to use your junior year or your child's junior year as a pre-college application year. This is pay, P-A-Y. Mm-hmm. No. Do the, what you want to do is do as much as you can to front load the needed activities. Your child should do some research on colleges that they may consider attending and review what the average test scores and GPA requirements are for their desired colleges. This is also the year to schedule some college visits and attend college fairs. Mm -hmm. So you can um, create a spreadsheet. Your student can create a spreadsheet with kind of some key information, Um, you know, location, what the size, um, diversity numbers. You can even include cost in that spreadsheet, application deadlines. Um, And, you know, I would say on this spreadsheet, since again, this is your pre-college application year, that, you know, let your child expand their search and have some reach schools or some highly selective schools on there, some kind of in the you know, middle of the road kind of colleges and more of a safe, safe schools so that they can see the wide range. Right. And no, this year has been different. Hopefully next mm-hmm. year we'll go back to being normal, but yeah, most colleges had to offer virtual open houses. Um, so we'll yeah, see what happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For 2021. <laughs> so in the summer before 12th grade, um, So we're going from 11th grade to 12th grade now. They should write their personal statement essay and Mm -hmm. finalize their resume. Lastly, they need to kind of finalize their ACT or their SAT testing. 
And also if they need to include SAT subject tests, um, if you're kind of applying to Ivy level type of colleges or highly selective, uh, or you're creating your own transcript, sometimes you need those SAT subject tests. It's just best to get them done in the summer between mm-hmm. 11th and 12th grade. Encourage your child to study. And by now they should be kind of used to taking these tests yep. and um, encourage them and Hopefully they'll get a score that will help them get scholarships. Get some money. All right. Now, senior year, August 1st, Common App opens up and it's officially application time. Yep. It is open season. So leave room in their academic schedule for the application process. It Mm -hmm. is definitely like taking an extra class. (laughs) It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. So yeah, Yeah. your student has to juggle, uh, you know, they're taking AP classes, they're taking dual enrollment classes, they're submitting, um, submitting applications to colleges. And some of these applications require several supplemental essays. It's just a lot of work. Yeah. And I mean, nobody, no one wants to be thinking about taking standardized tests at this time. So hopefully your student will have finished those. Um, Mm -hmm. Your student will have a huge advantage if they submit their application early, as their chances of being accepted are substantially increased. Even if they don't apply to the early dates, you still want to be done with this process before Christmas. Trust us. Mm. (laughs) Ideally, Mm. Thanksgiving. It is difficult. This time is difficult, and it will bring out the absolute worst out of you and your students. End it quickly. So, Kim, (laughs) I know you are finishing up this process with your last child. Lucky you. Uh, Do you Mm. have anything that you would like to add? Uh, Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, We're not done. Okay. (laughs) Full disclosure. We're not done. And it's it's past Thanksgiving. It's not Christmas. it's not Christmas, but we, we still have quite a bit of work to do. Um, and, 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 you know, quite honestly, I've got, this is for my musician. He's the one that provides our jingles for our um, episodes. We really appreciate that. Absolutely. But the um, music kind of adds a layer on top of the regular application uh, requirements. If you're doing music or theater or art, there's just a, a added layer of activity. So we're not done. So I'm tired. I'm actually <laughs> kind of mentally tired, <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's all good. Um, you're going to probably see st- signs of stress in your student at this time. You absolutely will. Um, there may be tears, you know, tantrums. You might see some of that. Um, so please give them grace and, and some patience and give yourself some grace yeah, in this absolutely. process. Um what has helped me is that I have friends that are going through the same process at the same time that I feel, you know, comfortable venting to and getting advice from. So mm-hmm. um, find others that can encourage you in this process. So we know this is not the only way. Uh, this is a mashup of our ways to apply for college. It's worked for us. And we hope that even if you take a couple nuggets out of two or three nuggets out of what we've said, that it will assist you in some way. But here's our list of seven to sum things up. Our list of seven. Number one, remember to create binders to keep all accomplishments and academic information. Try and update your binder every semester or at least at the end of every school year. Number two, Mm -hmm. utilize your summers. 
Make sure you involve your child in the research for camps, leadership opportunities, and, and the application process. Keep updating that resume. This, these are life skills that we're promoting. Number three, ACT or SAT will be their friend. Introduce it by the ninth grade and make sure that they practice, practice, practice. A great score can lead to great scholarships. Try to have these tests done for the final time the summer before their senior year. Number four, look into dual enrollment opportunities. Taking college courses as early as 11th grade not only introduces the college workload to your student, but it can shorten the time they spend in college or allow them to have a lighter load if they are able to transfer the classes. Number five, that same summer before senior year should be used to start finalizing your student's resume and their personal statement essay. Number six, try and apply early to all schools to give your students an acceptance advantage. Number seven, talk to other parents that are supportive. Keep your village close during this time. Mm, thank you. Now, all that may sound uh, <laughs> overwhelming, <laughs> and it can be. But if you break it down a little, break it down, do a little bit each year, it won't be so bad. So good luck, parents. We know you can do this. If you have any suggestions to add to the process, we would love to hear them. Um, email us at quarantteaching2020 at gmail.com. We're on Facebook at the Homeschool Planning Period. Or you can check out our website at www.thehomeschoolplanningperiod.com. So we have links to our social media accounts there. We have plenty of resource uh, freebies on there for you. And we really appreciate you for listening. Please subscribe, like, and share. Well, this episode is in the books. Until next planning period, keep washing your hands. With soap, now mask up and be the teacher you want your child to have. 